0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Good Life with Dawn Richards podcast. I am Dawn Richards, your host, and I am so glad to be back with you again for another episode. We are now on episode 42. woohoo! And we are wrapping up our series on original intent. Um, Perhaps there'll be, you know, some more. Teachings around this in the future, but for the time being, we're going to wrap it with today's episode, which I'm so excited to share with you because it's a key area in our lives, a key area of our existence, and especially in the time in which we're living with COVID, with you know, illness and death and all of that running rampant. We need to know what God's original intent was for us how he designed things to be as it relates to our health and well-being. And so before I go down that path, I just want to say, how are you? I pray that you are continuing to trust in God, continuing to feast on his promises, make time for spending with him in his presence and keeping your spirit built up, because the Bible says that you could be on your bed of languishing. You could literally be in the throes of of disease or illness or whatever it might be, but your spirit will sustain you. A strong spirit will sustain you. And so you need to prioritize. I need to prioritize. We need to prioritize. Keeping our spirit man built up with the word of God in prayer, in worship, in fellowship with God, in communion with the Lord. Because it will take you so far when the enemy comes against you, you can stand strong when your spirit man is fed and strong. So don't make light of having those times with God, listening to the word through podcasts like this and in other avenues where the word is available to you. And also just literally you and your Bible um, having those times with God on a daily basis. I would suggest because there's just so much going on in the world. um, And I don't know that it's going to let up per se, because Jesus told us that in the last days, this is what would be, you know, he said, we'll be in, there'll be perilous times in the earth. And basically that people will be crazy. (laughs) So I just encourage you to continue seeking God, continue staying connected to, um, you know, ministries and, And people that minister God's word to you to help you to stand strong, we all have to do it. None of us are exempt. Um, It's the way that we live in this earth by faith. So blessings to you once again. As always, I thank you for tuning in and listening. And we're going to jump in now to today's message, um, today's sharing that I want to do for a few minutes. And as I mentioned a moment ago, we're talking about God's original intent around our health and our well-being. And if we take it all the way back, and I hope you can say it with me by now, to the very beginning, then we see that when God created man, it was a utopia, for the lack of a better word. Eden was... Ecstasy, it was perfection, it was very good, the Bible says. Adam and Eve lacked nothing. It was a life of communion with God, ruling and reigning as God in the earth, while God as little G's, while God Big G took care of heaven, and that's how he always designed it. That's what that was his vision for his family. From the very beginning, we see it set out. He gave us the authority. He gave us the wisdom and the knowledge, the revelation to operate in the earth as he was operating in heaven. And it wasn't until that tragic moment when the fall occurred that everything changed. We now know that we've been redeemed from the curse of the law. Everything that the curse brought into the earth at that time, Jesus has overturned it. He's nullified it. Where we're concerned. When you believe in what Jesus Christ has done for you. This the enemy's power is broken over your life. That's the greatest thing about giving your life to Jesus. Because it dethrones Satan off of the throne of your life. And it squarely places Jesus Christ on the throne of your life as your Lord and your Savior. So, we're here to make sure that we're no longer yielding to, being susceptible to, accepting and just going along with any old thing, whatever the enemy wants to throw our way. Because we don't have to stand for it. It doesn't belong to us. It was never God's intention for us to be sick. To be sickly, to be weak, to be feeble, to be diseased. No, to the contrary. He wants us to have a life of ease. Now, does that mean that we won't have challenges? Does that mean, does that, mean that we won't have to use our faith to stand against things that the enemy wants to throw on us because we're still in this natural earth? where the curse is still rampant and we have to resist it. No, it doesn't mean that we do have to resist. We do have to stand strong on our covenant promises. That's why we have to know what they are. And that's why we have to know what belongs to us. And so I hope this series and I pray this series has been really good for refreshing you on your covenant benefits and Exactly how God intended for life to be for you from the very beginning. If you ever, ever, ever have a question around it, simply go back to Genesis, the beginning, and you'll see what God's intent was for you, your family, your relationships, your work life, your, your, you know, prosperity. It's all there. Your authority. The power of your words and walking by faith. And now your health and your healing. So yes, when the fall occurred, when Adam and Eve turned things over to Satan. Sickness and disease was a byproduct. That's one of the effects of the curse. That's one of the offenses of the curse. One of the things I do at times in my prayer time and when I'm declaring the word. Is I decree and declare That I'm free from every offense of the curse. Deuteronomy 28 lists out all of the offenses of the curse of the law. You can go there and read them. And I encourage you to do so if you never have. Because the good news is when you go over to Galatians 3. It reveals to us that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So everything I just sat here and read in Deuteronomy 28 that comes under the curse And I mean, there are all kinds of ugly, nasty, yucky, evil things. Under the curse. It also tells us what's ours by the blessing. It starts off with the blessing and then it flows into this is what you'll get if you're cursed. Well, we're blessed. Ephesians 1 tells us that we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, again, This is for those of us who are in Christ Jesus. So if you've yet to become in Christ Jesus, that's easy as pie. And in fact, I'll walk you through it before we wrap today to make sure if you want that, you can do it right now. And so, in fact, this is for you. But once you're in Christ, your status is blessed. Period. It's not I'm blessed if I. Have perfect behavior. I'm blessed if I never miss a, a church service. I'm blessed if I, you know, only always pay my tithes. No, you're blessed because of Jesus. The end. We could never have done it for ourselves. We needed a Savior. We needed a Redeemer. And God so lovingly and graciously gave us one in His only begotten Son. So today, My blessed brother and sister, my beloved in the Lord. You're blessed and you need to get accustomed to saying that over your life, speaking that over yourself. Remember, I said we have to become the prophets of our own life. We've got to encourage ourselves in the Lord, because as we've seen with this pandemic, you're not going to always be able to get to the person you thought you would get to or get to the church house, get to the pastor, get to the prayer group. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But in the middle of the night, if something pops off, so to speak, you ought to be empowered with your words, with your faith. To take care of business for you and your family when it comes to the word of God and the promises of God. That's what growing up in the Lord. Or that's a part of growing up in the Lord there is more there's our love walk which is key you know being walking in forgiveness and all those things but absolutely being skillful with the word of righteousness and knowing how to wield the sword of the spirit is critical it's critical in these last days we simply cannot be passive when it comes to our faith and our benefits if we want to live a supernaturally victorious life. Now, if you just want to get along like every other person that's walking around, the majority of the people walking around every day that just takes whatever sucker punches the devil throws without resisting, without even thinking to resist in resorting to their own little devices to figure things out, never going to God, never relying on God and the power of God, then sure, You can close your Bible and you don't really have to open it again. You'll still go to heaven. But you'll have a tough time on the way. I'm talking about those of us who are committed to receiving everything that Jesus died and bled for us to have. To not make all of that trauma, all that sacrifice, his very life that he laid down for us be in vain. So I want to share a few key scriptures today that reinforce the fact that we are healed. A part of that divine endowment, a part of the blessing that belongs to us is health and healing. Another thing I often say is Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Christ has redeemed me from poverty. Christ has redeemed me from sickness. Christ has redeemed me from spiritual death. For poverty, he's given me wealth. For sickness, he's given me health. And for death, he's given me eternal life. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So see, if you know That you're blessed. If you know that healing and health is yours. Period. Because of the blood of Jesus. Then you need to say so. You have something to say. Instead of saying what the doctor's report says. And magnifying that. You take that doctor's report. You see it. And that's all the attention you give it. Because you then go to the report of the Lord. And you say, I believe the report of the Lord and his report. Says I am healed. And that's the final authority for your life. And you stand on that and you wage war. With that against that sickness, against that disease, against that attack, against your body, against your mind, against your emotions. Jesus' sacrifice covered every aspect of our being. Our physical health and healing. Absolutely. But it also it also covered. Our mental faculties, our mental well-being, our emotional stability. The Bible says the chastisement Of our peace was upon him. Our peace. When you are disturbed mentally, when you're disturbed emotionally, what are you lacking? You're lacking peace. So Jesus made sure. That when he came to redeem us from the curse of the law. That our peace. Our well-being. Our calm. Our security. Our stability. Our rest. Our ease was a part of it. He left nothing out. You know, they say that when he was whipped with a cat of nine tails as he was going through all of that for us, I believe they said that there were 42, 39 or 42. I'd have to go back and look it up. I've, I've ministered on it before. But I believe they said that he took 39 lashes. And these are just not you taking a belt like you might take a belt and just. Hit somebody. This is not even like what you see in the depictions when they would beat slaves. It's probably closer to that. But I think it was even more ruthless than that. They would literally they had jagged edges on the ends of those things and it would literally Dig into his skin and pull flesh off. This is the sacrifice that God made for us. So for us to take it lightly and just to say. "Eh, Yeah, I hear you, but I'm going to just go over here and overdose on these medications, these drugs. I'm not going to go to my Bible. I'm not going to see what God has said and given to me. I'm not going to lay hold of my divine healing and divine health. You know, the doctor said, I have X, Y, Z. The doctor said, the doctor said, the doctor said, what did Jesus say? Let's talk about that. What did he do? What did he provide? That is key. And so in first Peter 224, I want you to listen to this. This is so good. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. If you want to read along or if you want to just write it down and go back and look it up in this translation or just read along in whatever translation you have. We're in 1 Peter 2.24. And it says he personally carried away our sins in his own body on the cross. So we can be dead to sin and live for what is Right. You have been healed by his wounds. So see, what I was just referring to are the wounds that he sustained. The nails in his hands and feet. The sword in his side, piercing his side, the thorns that they literally pressed and crushed into his head, his brow. The drops of blood that he sweat in the Garden of Gethsemane from sheer anguish. That mental distress, that agony. All of that. Was so that we can now. Live a healed whole life and it says you have been healed. You're not trying to get healed. I'm not trying to get healed. You are the healed beloved. Just like I said at the beginning, you are the blessed. You are the healed because healing is a part of the blessing. Was there sickness in the Garden of Eden? Did we ever see Adam coughing or having a cold or even having sniffles? Having a fever? Having to take a sick day from work? Did we see Eve before the fall? Having menstrual cramps? She probably didn't even have a menstrual cycle. They probably would have been a supernatural way to deliver children. But all of that went out the window once the curse came and the Bible then shows us that she was racked with pain and labor as a part of childbirth. That was a part of the curse that came into the earth. But we have a recompense. The Bible says our covenant is a new and better covenant with new and better promises. We have a better. Way. A higher way. And it's about time that we got serious about living in it. Because that was God's intent all along. He's a good, good father. And he wants Only the best for his children, just as a natural parent. The Bible says if you as natural parents know how to give good gifts to your children, you wouldn't give your child a scorpion. If they ask you for a gift, no, you would give them their, your best. How much more would our heavenly father and does our heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? And again, this was God's idea. Healing was God's idea. And that's how he set it up from the beginning. So you don't have to convince him. To heal you. He's already healed you. All you've got to do now is get in line with what he's already given. Receive it unto yourself. Thank him for it. Seek him for wisdom. If there are things that you need to be doing. Maybe that does include medication. Maybe that does include some type of medical procedure. I'm not knocking medicine. But I'm knocking, exalting anything over and above, first and foremost, the covenant benefits and rights that God has given us. And so often we run off to the natural solutions, quote unquote, the doctor, the medication, the therapist. The this, the that without giving God his rightful place as God. There are many avenues of healing and health. Absolutely. And you take the avenues that you and God agree are best for you in your situation and circumstance. There's no one right way. You're not less of a believer. You're not less of a Christian. Your faith is not less impactful because you take medication or because you go to the doctor and have a medical procedure. That's why God put them in the earth but let's not exalt them out of place over and above and forget about altogether our covenant rights, because there are some things the doctor can't do. What if it's a terminal disease? Does that mean you're doomed? No, it doesn't. The word of God, the blood of Jesus can overcome anything. He took sickness and disease. Every, the Bible says in Psalms one Oh three, I love it. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all of my iniquities. Hear this, hear this. Who forgives all of my diseases? See, there is not one disease in the face of the earth now or ever will be, including COVID. That see, COVID wasn't always here, but it's here now. So it comes under all. Of my diseases and the Bible says he heals all our diseases. From the common cold to AIDS and the HIV virus, you name it, cancer, whatever it might be, arthritis, multiple sclerosis. You can't name a disease. That the word of God and the blood of Jesus and the sacrifice of God has not redeemed us from and has not given us victory over. He says you have been healed. So I want you to start referring to yourself as the healed of the Lord. I'm Dawn, the healed of the Lord. Who are you? You got to start making this so big in your heart and in your mind that time the enemy tries it, Anytime he tries to come against your life, against your body, against your mind, against your emotions. He tries to pull you off into a deep depression. He tries to make you feel hopeless. You're going to rise up. in the truth of who you really are. So you're more than your feelings. You're more than the sum total of your feelings. You're more than the sum total of your circumstances. You are. All that God has created you to be and said you are in his word. And that is everything. Glory be to God. You are everything in Christ Jesus. Yes, you are. You are all that. In Christ, the Bible says in Colossians that we are complete in him, meaning there's nothing that we lack. You're not lacking anything. It doesn't matter who's for you or who's against you. You have everything. That you will ever need to thrive and live and fulfill your purpose and your destiny. In the earth. So with his stripes. With his wounds, you have been healed. First Peter 224 Psalms 103. I believe it's verse two or verse three. It says he heals all your diseases. I want you to go back sometime and just start reading back through the Gospels and see all the times that it says, and Jesus healed them all, and Jesus healed them all, and Jesus healed them all. You never find him being stumped. You never find him having to say, oh, you know, mm, I wish. You weren't blind. Then I could really help you. I wish you weren't lame and hadn't walked in 38 years. Maybe if you hadn't walked just in the last five years, I could help you. No, you never see that and you never will. Because he he has all power. And the Bible says he saves to the uttermost. The word of God tells us that he sent his word and healed us. And delivered us from our distresses. Again, spirit, soul, and body, our complete being, because we're a tripart being, was covered through the sacrifice, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You lack nothing today, child of God. If sickness is currently attacking your body, I curse it in the name of Jesus and I speak and release the healing power of God to come to you wherever you are right now with the authority of my words. You know, Jesus did that. And he said that we would lay hands on the sick as his disciples. And they would recover. Do you know you have the power to pray over your child to lay hands on your baby? You don't have to wait for the pastor to do it. You can do it. You can pray over your child. You can pray over yourself. You can rebuke sickness and disease off of your life. You can tell it to leave in the name of Jesus and don't come back. Tell the devil to get his hands off of God's property, You're God's property. Glory be to God. See, that's how we've got to wax bold in these last days. The devil is bold. He's bold with his foolishness. When he wants to break out with something crazy, he just does it. So guess what? We shut it down because we already are healed. You're not going to steal my healing. See, he wouldn't be coming if he didn't have anything to steal. A thief only comes when they know there's something worth taking. He's coming to take your healing because he knows you're healed. But you're not going to let him. Because, you know, better. And to know better, I pray, I pray, I pray is to do better. Glory be to God. So the next time you feel that pain. You see that bump or lump or. Feel that tightness. No, we're not going to go with that. It's not just age. Who says you have to be tight and hurt and sore just because you're. Maturing. The devil is a liar. The Bible says that. You should be vibrant all the days of your life in Psalms 92. Yeah, that belongs to you. That's why we've got to get in the word. That's why we've got to study our Bibles so we can know. Did you know Hosea 4, 6 says that people perish for the lack of knowledge? You can literally die sick, broke, defeated. Even though you're born again, even though all these things belong to you, because you've got to activate them by faith. Until we do, they just lie dormant. If you close that Bible and you sit it on your coffee table and you decide never to open it again and it's just a decoration feature. All your benefits are right there, but they will lie dormant and you will live a natural. Largely defeated life like Everybody else. We want to live supernatural blessed lives because that's what Jesus died and bled for us to have. So I think you got it. Glory to God. And in these last moments, I do want to keep my promise to pray for anyone. And pray with anyone today that wants to make their eternal security. In God, a reality that wants to be born again and to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Simply repeat after me, heavenly father, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that he died for me and rose again, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, be my Lord and my savior. I repent of my sins. I renounce them now. And I receive you and your life in Jesus's name. I am saved and glory be to God. You are saved. And so everything that God has given to us in Christ Jesus is your inheritance. It belongs to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to begin to reveal it to you, to begin to show you who you are in Christ through the word, through fellowship with other believers, through a good church home, and be blessed. I pray blessings upon each of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. As always, be liberal in sharing the podcasts. Follow, subscribe, like, comment, download. And until we're together again, enjoy the good life in Christ Jesus and remember to live intentionally. God bless you.